and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about the VMAs, Taylor Swift, Ingrid Goes West, and Good Time. With me as always is my super duper co-host, Adrian Gomez. Yep. Yep. That's me. How you doing? I'm pretty pooped. Wake up. <laughs> um, how's your week been? Great. Your hair looks fresh right now. Thanks. It's because I put hair product in it and fell asleep. What kind of product? Um, American Crew, Malin and Getz. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anything exciting happen this week? Um, we saw Saturday Night Fever. We saw Saturday Night Fever at this thing in L.A. Is it just an L.A. thing? Mm-mm. I should have known they flashed that video about 400 times. <laughs> it's called the Rooftop Cinema Club, and they show movies on rooftops. Mm-hmm. In we, New York and London. And we saw Saturday Night Fever starring John Travolta, and it was very cool. Loved it. And we had tacos. And candy. And guacamole. And a good time. And a good time. The first thing we're going to talk about is the VMAs, which we just finished. The VMAs are MTV's music video award show they have every year. It used to always be about what the biggest controversy will be. That sort of became the thing, is it was like everybody was really risque. And mm-hmm. It sort of has gotten away from that in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's just increasingly terrible. It always has been very poorly put together. MTV is not, like, they've never figured out how to make award shows, like, any sort of quality. Mm -mm. They're always just, like, a jumble of celebrities. Right. Um, Katy Perry hosted. She wasn't terrible. She wasn't terrible. I give her credit. She was trying her best. Mm -hmm. I just don't know that she's really a host. Right. She does have such a good personality, and I don't care what people have been saying about her recently. She is, like, the most likable human there is. But as a mean as a snake. That's okay. I don't need to, like, know her as a friend. But she's, like, she's likable. She's also stunning, even with her hideous short haircut. I do not like short hair on women. I'm sorry if you have short hair. I probably would not tell you that to your face. But I don't really (laughs) prefer short hair on women. I just, I don't get it. Um... Now I'm in my head thinking, do I have any friends with short hair? Yeah, you better hope. Sorry. Some people it looks I love short hair on women. Oh, okay. Here we go. The real issue is rap should not be a profession. I agree. (laughs) I'm sorry. No shade to Kendrick Lamar. I'm sure he spoke to millions of people, but like he didn't speak to me. And we fast forwarded through several things. All I'll remember from him is that somebody was lit on fire. Right. And that's just not what you want to remember. And for a really long period of time. At one point I thought they were probably so hot in that suit. Mm-hmm. Like after, I think you have to wear that thing. Yeah, like you said. After like two seconds it's fine. But like after three minutes of right. him spinning around on fire. I was like that poor man yeah. is just on fire. Yeah. Literally on fire. It's just like you see that. Mm-hmm. And you see what Logic did. Yeah. there's It's completely two different worlds of people. It's yeah. shocking to me. Um... There weren't a lot of really great performances. I would put everybody in the, like, C range. No. Logic was great. Lord was cool, even though it was Lord dumb. was not cool to me. I mean, you like Kelly Clarkson. Right. People who are actually talented <laughs> and have, or singers and can sing on key. 
Most people were just fine. I mean, Fifth Harmony, that is the most garbage that you will ever watch. <laughs> None of them sounded good. The dancing was terrible. It was just bizarre. You're watching it and you're like, what is this? Totally. But yeah, they were fine. Pink was just okay. She yeah. did hit some crazy good notes towards the end, but then was off key on the low notes. I was like, and I, if you're going to do your career and do a thing that pays homage to your career, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake did it the right way. Yeah, I don't like these mel- medleys. Yeah. Where it's like different songs on different... No. Yeah, I didn't like that. Mm-mm. But it, Or just do like Beyonce did and just sing your new stuff. You don't have to do... Even though it's honoring your whole career, you can honor it without doing some horrible chopped up medley. I was not into that. But she was... I mean, she's pink. She's obviously amazingly talented. Demi Lovato was great. Demi Lovato sounded probably the best she's ever sounded. She also sounded good on the National Anthem. I didn't watch that. I watched it today. But she... Um, yeah, she really Miley did was good. good. I thought she was great. Um, yeah... Why didn't you like her? I just don't really care for that song. I thought it was fine. She I thought you said you liked okay. it like two weeks ago. I liked the other one that she has. Isn't that what this is? Uh-uh. What's the other Malibu I like? Oh. This bye. is just okay. Um, Yeah, it was fine. I'm trying to even think who else even came out. Like, they barely showed any awards, which is fine. What can I... Oh, Ed Sheeran was fine. He's sort of done that so many times. Shawn Mendes was great. Shawn Mendes sounded really good. They were fine. A long time. It still nothing needs to be three hours long. Yeah. Except for Titanic. Next year I'll just get the little rundown from Twitter beforehand. <laughs> I'm not trying to watch three hours of people fake sing. I know. That's true. It's true. Um, next we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, who actually debuted her video during the VMAs. This week she released her new song, Ooh, Look What You Made Me Do. Mm-hmm. And announced her CD coming out in October. Or in November. Day after Patrick's birthday. What a gift. (laughs) What did you feel? What do you feel about it? About what? The song, the video, Love the song, love the video. Love her, she can do no wrong. I don't care, you can talk as much SHIT about her as you want. Really, the people are so upset about her this time. I just think there has to be bigger issues in the world than Taylor Swift. Amen. This song is not my favorite song of hers by any means. I don't think it's a song like in 10 years people are still going to be bopping along to. No, but what is going to be bopped to in 10 years? Her other songs. Absolutely not. Yeah, me and Alana were in the car today. They played, what's the other one where she was in the tower? It's a love story, baby, just say yes. That's still a bop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's sure, it, it is. But it'll be relevant because it's Taylor Swift. Exactly. No matter what. Absolutely. But yeah, it just didn't strike me the way some of her other songs have struck me. But I'm curious to hear what, of course I'm curious to hear what her CD sounds like. Right. And the more I've listened to it, the like the 5,000, I mean, that being said, I didn't love it the first time I heard it, but I haven't stopped listening to it since. Right, totally. So, and even watching the video, I was like, this is a bop. Yeah. I agree. I loved it. And yeah. I loved the video too. The video was very cool and very funny and... Also, I liked watching her dance like that. Oh, yeah. Dang. That was the best. And I liked seeing her in all the different looks through the years. That was cool, too. Also, just amazing that she's aged so well that she can still play herself when she's 16. <laughs> right. That was amazing. 
Um, yeah, I'm curious to hear what her CD is going to sound like. Because if I wonder if it's going to be a whole CD like that. I still, I know you don't agree, but I do really, I did really like country Taylor Swift. Just because it put her in a lane that was different than everybody else. You see, I completely disagree. Now she just makes the same kind of music everybody is making. There's nothing unique about what she But country that, music all sounds the same. No, but she wasn't straight up country. She wasn't straight up pop. She was like in this weird little lane that was just hers. Mm, I don't think so. And I said you weren't going to agree with me. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I'm not denying she's still talented. I'm just saying... Also, it was just, again, amazing to me. The people were so upset and calling her a crazy white supremacist because she was in a line of people like Beyonce was. Right. And I was just like, where is this coming from? Also, And it, I will say this about the VMAs and everything. It doesn't always have to be super political. Because, right. like, I don't know. It just And everyone was trying to make Taylor Swift this big political thing and saying if she was really as blah blah she would be defend going against trump or whatever donald trump doesn't have anything to do with her putting out a new song or a new album or any mm -hmm. of that so and everybody has a right to be as vocal or as little vocal exactly as they'd like to be. exactly just because they're not saying something doesn't mean they don't support it or do exactly i agree so anyway i thought it was a little just wild how many people were up in arms with her um, next we're going to talk about Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid Goes West is a movie starring Al Aubrey Plaza, oh. Elizabeth Olsen, and the boy from Straight Outta Compton. Oh, Shea Jackson Jr. Yes. You should learn. Ice Cube's son. <laughs> Didn't see it. Um, <laughs> it's about this girl who stalks another girl, or she's like basically obsessed with this woman, goes to a nut hut about it, and when she gets out, starts stalking another woman. It's about the, their relationship, and she moves to California to chase this girl, Elizabeth Olsen, that she's discovered on Instagram. The movie is so good. Everybody should go see it. It's now playing everywhere, not just in like five theaters like it was. Mm -hmm. um, Aubrey Plaza was incredible in it, and what I liked about it, which I told you already, but is that it's one of the only movies I've ever seen that uses social media as a plot device and it doesn't feel annoying or like really out of touch like 50-year-olds wrote it. It actually, they show it exactly how it shows up on our phones. They used it in the same way that people in real life use social media and like obsess over it and like... I do give Aubrey Plaza a lot of credit because she is a very specific type of actress, a very specific, like, one-off thing. Mm -hmm. And in the last couple of years since Parks and Rec has gone off, she has really picked things that showcase her well. And a lot of times when people get the power to be the lead in movies, they don't really do that. Mike and, and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> yeah, but, that, I mean, but it does, that movie did play to her strengths. Yeah, sure. So, Yeah. I give her credit for finding things that are sort of really in her wheelhouse that show her off really well. Anyway, it's a good time. Speaking of good time, we also saw Good Time, starring Robert Pattinson and a boy I've never seen before in my life, <laughs> who is the, one of the directors. Yes. It's about this boy and his brother who rob a bank. His brother gets arrested, and so it's about Robert Pattinson's, like, Patton. Robert Pattinson's like a, a desperation to get his brother out of jail and come up with money and sort of get out of this terrible life cycle that he's gone down. Right. What'd you feel about it? 
I loved it. Yeah? Every single second. It was really fascinating. Robert Pattinson was incredible. I I was thinking, like, I guess I really haven't seen that many of the movies that he's done in the last couple of years. I know he always is in movies. He's always promote. I know I always see him, like, promoting these independent movies. But I I usually just don't end up seeing them, I don't think. No, that's true. This is certainly the most popular independent one he's done because mm-hmm. this is everywhere i mean the posters are in our neighborhood which are not usually common you know yeah definitely but it was very well made such a bizarre story and i loved how it doesn't give it all like it i mean it's, i told my mom it was like almost like a horror movie because it was so scary mm-hmm. just like watching him run around he was so close to getting in trouble the whole time he was so unhinged and just like grasping for anything and so desperate. Totally. It was scary. Like I had my jaw open half the movie. I was just like this man. But you don't root for him in a way because he's absolutely horrible. But you do root for him, which is the best right. movies. Are That's like what that. Patrick and I were talking about. It's like Dexter. You root for his brother. Yeah, you root for his brother. Exactly. And it's the loudest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It was very loud. Which but I loved. Very good. Have these, have these people ever directed something else? Yeah, but like not stuff we've seen. Yeah. this is I'm telling you, it's like the biggest one they've done. Now, was the other brother in it also? No. Oh. But they co-directed it and did like all the music and edited it and did all the stuff. Amazing. Very cool. Our question of the week comes from Ivan. He said, we seem to see every movie. Why are we so opposed to the hitman's bodyguard? It's garbage. Here's what I'll say about it. First of all, we do see a lot of movies. I did not see the Emoji movie, so I don't see everything. No, I didn't see that either. Um, The Hitman's Bodyguard, I'm not opposed to seeing it. I would see it. It just doesn't appeal to me. Totally. Samuel L. Jackson is like the ultimate wet blanket to me. Yeah. As on any movie, he ruins it. He's the exact same in every movie that he has been in for the last 20 years. There was a point, like, in early 2000s when he was, like, still an actor. And once that moment ended and he got really popular for saying the F word a lot, it was sort of like that became who he is. <laughs> so, eh. It also, again, like, it, it deals with time. Like, how do I want to invest my time? Like, it's fun. Like, they're bad movies to watch because they're funny. I'm just not interested in seeing a movie like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look very good. But I do like Ryan Reynolds. Ivan, go see it and tell us how it is. Yeah. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Also, shade. There was a lot of shade in that question. Oh, yeah. But I love it. Me too. Uh, Now your song of the week. Younger Now by Miley Cyrus. Feels like I just woke up Like all this time I've been asleep
I did love all the old people. I thought it was amazing and glorious. Uh, you like the song Glorious by Macklemore, the new one? No. It's good. I like it. My song is called Wait by J.P. Cooper. song by him but i heard it on spotify this week and i really like it <laughs> this week you are looking forward to um i don't know what are you looking forward to the finale of game of thrones i would like to watch me too so that everybody can stop talking about it you hate it i just i've only i only watch reaction videos to it isn't that weird you don't watch the show you just watch the reactions yeah do you even know what they're talking about Mm, not really. I just like seeing people cry. Also, Tulip Fever comes out this week, finally. Oh, now that's good. That's exciting. After um, months and months of being pushed. Years. Years, actually. That is crazy to think about. They filmed that years ago. Totally. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Um, Who's yours? I have two. First of all... This whole thing with the left Twix and the right Twix is the worst, like, advertisement ploy of all time. I don't even know what you're talking about. Do you know how they've had for years now the commercials where they show, like, the left, they're, like, in the Twix factory, and they're, like, there's a big battle between left Twix and right Twix, because there's two Twix in the pack? Well, now at work, even the little ones are labeled left twix or right twix like they're competing with each other how does that make anybody want to buy a twix it just is stupid i don't get it after years of doing research and marketing and all that kind of stuff they're still pushing that like that's like making them sell more huh yeah also have you seen the advertisements for this new show the deuce on hbo yeah First of all, the deuce is the worst name of all time. It just makes me think of poop. Second of all, Maggie Gyllenhaal's wig. (laughs) That's it. My goober is Conor McGregor for losing. 
Oh, that was bad. But it's still making $100 million. But he so. didn't get, like, pinned down, right? No. He lost by, like, te- like points or, like, technicality or something? I mean, he got technically knocked out. But he didn't, like, fall on his face. Wow. But it was a good fight, and they you, get along like they're best friends now. You know it was in the top ten at the box office this weekend? Yeah, because you could go to the Fathom events yeah. thing. It was the highest grossing, like, per screen average of the whole weekend. Great. They should do that more. And they're getting a chunk of those ticket sales. Good for them. Rich. Floyd makes $100 million no matter what. He makes $30 million and then they both will get over. Or he'll get $200 million. Conor McGregor will like, get $100 million. What do you do with $100 million? Wipe your butt with it. I don't know. Yeah. When Pink was in the car and the VMAs and all the money fell, was that real money? No. Oh. They're not allowed to do that, remember? You can't put real money on TV. Yeah. <laughs> That's our podcast for this week. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. If you want to watch our videos, you can follow us on youtube.com slash c slash currytarrell. You can like us on facebook.com slash letschatwithcurry. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell at Yo Adrian J Gomez and on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J Gomez. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Goodbye. So long. <laughs>